Daisy Bunches and Heather Branches, a My Hero Academia fic, written by Halcyon Whispers, read by Dr. Fumbles McStupid. Summary. Izuku falls in love with the foul-mouthed tattoo artist next door. Izuku finishes replacing the flower's water when the door chimes. Quickly wiping his hands on his apron, he places the tulips back into their vases and peers over the corner to greet his customer. His first thought of him, by the confusion and wondering red eyes, is that he stepped into the wrong store. Izuku then takes in the black tank top he's wearing, the tattoos on his well-built arms, and the gauges along with the other two piercings in his ears. The expression on his face is a mixture of bewilderment and frustration. Izuku's about to step out and tell him the new tattoo parlors next door, when the newcomer's hands come out of his pockets and start to fiddle with a bouquet of larkspurs and red chrysanthemums. He catches the words, What the fuck? in the quiet air. He smiles in spite of himself, now reassured that this guy came into the right shop. Izuku steps forward, his hand coming up to give a little wave. Hi! The guy whips around to face him, surprise quickly melting into a scowl. The look makes him feel nervous, like Izuku managed to both insult his mother and kick his puppy at the same time. Um, I'm... Uh... The man's eyes size him up, causing him to falter. His gaze moves from the top of Izuku's curly hair to his freckles and down to his yellow apron, where the flower shop's name and logo are proudly etched into the cloth. The red eyes stop on his name tag, frowning even deeper at the characters. Deku, what the fuck kind of name is that? Izuku feels the blood rush up to his cheeks as he looks down at his name, confused at where he got the word when, oh, there it is. He never really noticed that before until now. Actually, my name is Izuku, but he's already turned away from him, attention moving to the wall of roses. I don't give a fuck. I'm looking for a damn plant. He bends down a little to glare at the pink roses. Izuku twiddles his hands when he doesn't say anything after that. He wishes that Ochako was here. She's always so good at talking with customers. But then again, no one's ever come into the shop like this. He glances at the dark washed jeans and the steel-toed boots. He's taller than Izuku, but not by much, with broader shoulders. Another glance has Izuku noticing the ash-blonde color of his hair, the fringe almost going into his narrow eyes, and the way his sharp jaw looks like it may have been carved from white marble. Izuku abruptly looks away, the heat in the room getting to him. He gulps and puts a cheery tone in his voice to hide his nerves. May I ask what you have in mind? Is it a gift? His gut tells him he'll throw up if he asks if they're for a girlfriend or boyfriend. His face flares red at the way his eyes fall back on him. 
I wouldn't be fucking talking to you if I knew what I wanted. And no, it's not a damn gift. He says the last word in a mocking tone. He rolls his eyes and makes his way down the different shades of roses, pausing at the tinted blue ones. If I wanted to give anyone any stupid weeds, I'd just get them from the damn sidewalk, not waste my fucking money. Uh, oh, he says weakly. A simple no would have been great. The sweat gathers at the back of his neck. Izuku wants to take a break and get away from this hot, boorish customer. He didn't just think of him as hot. Oh god, he did. A bead of sweat rolls down his spine. Izuku wishes Ochako didn't have this week off. The customer glances up at him for a long moment, expression unreadable. Izuku doesn't know what to do, other than stare back, perplexed and shy. Thankfully, whatever look is on his face causes the man to pity him. He sighs and takes a breath. It almost looks like he's counting to ten. Look, I own the place next door, and the old hag said a fucking plant would make it look better. I don't fucking know. Just give me something that won't die if I forget about it. He pushes his hands back into his pockets and gives him an annoyed look. Izuku's lips part, this man's colorful mouth and blonde hair making something click in his head. Old hag? You're Kachan? He blurts out. Izuku's brows pinch together, upper lip curling in disgust. In spite of that, there's a pretty pink flush appearing on his cheeks. What the fuck did you call me, asshole? Immediately, Izuku's hands come up in a surrendering gesture. The guy looks about a second away from shoving him against a wall. I know your mom. She she always comes to buy your dad carnations and lilies for his birthday. She gets him a bouquet of blue flowers and yellow flowers for their anniversary because it's their favorite colors. How didn't he see the similarities before? Bakugo-san comes in all of the time, her throaty laugh loud but gentle, always talking about her husband and son. Yet who knew Katsuki, her adorable little shit, was this guy? Katsuki, who from what Izuku's heard, only ever calls his mother old hag. Wow, she talked about him so much, Izuku felt he knew him. Heck, he even nicknamed him Kachan because he was such a common topic. He hadn't seen Bakugo-san lately, but if it was because Kachan was busy opening up his shop, she might have been too busy helping him out to come by. God damn it! Izuku snaps out of it to see Kachan snarl. That old bat goes round talking shit about me to anyone who'll listen. Izuku wants to argue that, but then he'd be lying, so he stays quiet. He clears his throat a little, trying to hide his smile behind a hand. Kachan spots this, and Izuku hurries to snuff any chuckles. Um, sorry to make it personal. He snorts, like saying, no kidding. Izuku glances away and clears his throat. I think you'll want something that doesn't need a lot of water, so... Then maybe something in a pot? He awkwardly gestures him to follow. As they walk to the back room, to where they keep the dryer plants, he can feel Kachan's glare digging into his back. How's business, Kachan? Izuku asks lamely, trying to fill the tense air after a while of Kachan eyeing the potted plants. Green eyes snap wide open as he realizes he used the nickname. Again. But before he can start his internal panic attack, Kachan shockingly brushes over it, quickly hissing, Why the hell do you want to know? Izuku doesn't know if he should be grateful his slip of the tongue went unnoticed, 
or feel insulted by his biting reply. A second later, he watches Kachan's hand clutch into a fist, and his limbs turn into a line. It's fine, comes the next words, strained and low, but it's more than enough to make Izuku's smile perk back up. It's obvious he's trying to sound nicer. He ponders the thought that this prickly nature is just who he is. That's great. I know the college is close by, and most students like to get stuff. He remembers that one crazy night in junior year when Ida got so drunk he demanded to be taken to get a tattoo on his forehead. He and Shoto managed to wrestle him into the back seat and take him back to their shared apartment. Yeah, because it's my fucking dream to ink Power Rangers and some lame-ass anime shit onto brats. The sarcasm's practically tangible. Not to mention all the dick piercings I'll do. He snickers, his grin a little. Okay, very. Evil. He glances back at Izuku, lips stretching at his deer-in-the-headlights look. But no one can really blame him for that. That sounds so painful. Never gotten anything done? Nipple rings? Tongue piercing? Kachan wickedly sticks his own out a little, revealing a silver ball nested there. Oh my god. Izuku inwardly screams, his face feeling like someone just poured scorching embers onto it. Uh, I'll be at the, um front desk if if you need anything he gurgles spinning around and marching away he trips over his feet when he hears kachan's booming sadistic laughter he spends the next 10 minutes with his hands in his face seated at the cash register bemoaning the fact that he turns into a bumbling moron whenever a cute girl or guy talks to him izuku leaps three feet into the air at the thump he looks up at the potted cactus on the counter tall as his arm is long a vivid red flower blooming at the top. Izuku holds down his embarrassment, willing away his blush as he rings it up. Good choice, he succeeds to say. You'll just need to keep it in a place where it'll get lots of sunlight and only water it at a handful of times a month. He keeps his gaze downward, focused on what his hands are doing. Eh? Kachan replies lazily, giving Izuku his credit card. Now I can point to it when I tell someone to fuck a cactus. He says it so deadpanned that Izuku has to look up. Kachan's face is just as serious as his words, and it occurs to him that that wasn't a joke. He looks at the cactus. <laughs> Izuku's laughter bursts from his lungs, almost causing him to hit his head on the edge of the counter. The confused, reddened look Kachan gives him makes him double over again. His face slips into scarlet hue as the seconds tick by, and his laughter doesn't subside. Oh, screw you! I wasn't being fucking funny, dumbass! Izuku's intake of air calms him down. He wipes the spilled tears on his upper cheeks. However, the giggles remain as he swipes Kachan's card, and the receipt comes out. I'm sorry, Kachan, but the way you said it... His cheeks hurt. He's smiling so hard. He hands him the ticket, surprised that Kachan's furious, childish click of the tongue, is the same that teased him a few minutes ago. Fuck off, Deku, he retorts, leaving as Izuku's hand cheerfully waves farewell. Izuku decides he likes Kachan. Kachan surprises him again by showing up the next day, buying another cactus, this time with a yellow flower blossoming on an outstretched arm. Then he comes by again, not buying anything, but to, quote, 
bug the hell out of you, fucking Deku. He doesn't know what to make of it, but enjoys the company, since Izuku's never met anyone like Kachan before. His coarse language gets almost endearing after the first week. By the second week, they've exchanged phone numbers. That's how he knows that Kachan won't be coming in that day, because of his increase of customers. Izuku grins so big at his phone that Ochako notices. She asks him who he's texting. Just Kachan, he says, and he sends him a sparkly-eyed emoji. Ochako's doe-like eyes blink in confusion. Kachan? Is she cute? Izuku looks at her, eyebrow raised. No, I... It's Bakugo Katsuki. He's the owner of the store next door. Her own eyebrow inches up. The tattoo parlor? He nods. Her brows creep up into her bangs. But before she can question him any further, a woman comes in in a panic. Something about needing flowers for her wife's sudden office promotion. Izuku's first to offer his help, and Ochako doesn't mention it again that day. He does, sooner than later, tell her how they met over lunch with Ida. Her nose wrinkles, saying, Sounds like an asshole. Ida wholeheartedly agrees. Izuku brushes off their worry. Kachan doesn't come by for another month, because of the springtime bringing the wedding season. Between advising brides and making the arrangements upstairs in the workroom, Izuku's completely swamped. In between small quiet moments at work, when no screaming brides coming to rip his head off over the slightest color difference in their bouquets, he does text him. He also gets in trouble with Ochako because of his too loud laughter after seeing a picture Kachan sent of a horrible tattoo. He mouths out a sorry at the client's frowns and Ochako's questioning look. Then, the next busy day starts with a strange couple, a blonde and a redhead, coming in the shop. Izuku notices the blonde has a tattoo in the shape of a lightning bolt on his left calf, visible by his basketball shorts. He wonders if Kachan would approve. It looks well done. Izuku comes up to them since Ochako's on the phone, closing up an order. He goes over all the basics of, Hello, my name's Midoriya Izuku. What may I help you with? The redhead's already huge grin grows even wider, and the blonde just looks at him in a daze. The redhead has an eyebrow piercing. My boyfriend. Redhead starts casually slipping his arm over his boyfriend's shoulder. My mom, begins the blonde, stopping himself. He's eyeing his... Boyfriend's? Hand at his shoulder. Uh. Redhead quickly says, We mean... He lets out a loud laugh. My boyfriend's mom. This guy right here, his mom, wants flowers for her birthday. Like yellow roses. Could you get us a dozen? The blonde's blushing hard, but he nods, nonetheless. Yep, yellow roses. They mean harmony or something, right? Mom? Mom loves those. Izuku blinks, unsure what to make of this display. Sure. He tells them they can wait in line while he gets them their flowers. He turns away, having mistakenly heard something that sounded like, Holy shit! And, He's adorable! It's not until the middle of May that Kachan and Ochako meet. Izuku texts him about his amazingly slow day, and after no reply, he figures that Kachan must be working. Not long after that, he pockets his phone and busies himself by making sure the lights in the back room are giving off enough heat. 
Soon enough, he distantly hears the chime of the door, and Ochako greet whoever came in. Who the fuck are you, girly? is the reply she gets, despite the sudden happiness of hearing his voice. Izuku winces at Kachan's choice of words. He hurries to the front, hoping to salvage the introduction. He arrives in time to see Ochako's mouth hanging open, the anger already gathering in her eyes. The two other customers in the room are equally surprised. Excuse me? Yikes, yikes, yikes. Kachan! <laughs> he chuckles out of nervousness, passing Ochako to greet him. At the back of his mind, Izuku remarks how good his fitted, ripped jeans look. He chuckles again, throat suddenly very dry, and beckons his co-worker to them. That's Kachan? Ochako points at him, face stuck in horror. She's staring at his pierced ears, at the mural of ink on his forearms and biceps, mostly gawking at the repulsion on his face. Izuku's not the only one who noticed her staring. Kachan's glowering at her. Don't fucking call me that bitch, Kachan sharply says. Who the fuck are you, or are you deaf too? She's caught between wrath and disbelief. Kachan comes in whenever Izuku texts about a slow day, and even though he and Ochako bicker if they lock eyes too long, Izuku loves having him around. Their relationship stays like that, but Izuku thinks it could have been worse. It's about three weeks after his friends met that Izuku's upstairs, fingers aching from all the flower weaving he's been doing. Seventy-four flower crowns had been ordered for a little girl's birthday party tomorrow, and while orders like these wouldn't normally be taken on such a short notice, Ochako told him she didn't have the heart to tell them otherwise. So far, he's gotten thirty of them done, and Izuku's proud of each of them. They're a pretty mix of amaryls, lilies of the valley, and lilac. Splendid beauty, sweetness, youthful innocence. That's the perfect message for a young girl. Through the door, downstairs, Izuku can hear yelling. He frowns and checks his phone to see, or rather, not see, Kachan's replying message. Izuku sighs and wipes his sticky fingers on the damp cloth he put aside. He stands up and opens the door, sticking his head out to clearly hear the insults. You can't bother him like this! He's working! No shit! I thought Deku just liked fucking around here. Izuku steps out of the workroom and onto the first step. Oh my god, I can't deal with you, you overgrown, screaming child! Izuku bites on his bottom lip, the last jab even hurting him. His name isn't even Deku. Izuku! She screams. He races down the steps. Kachan's mouth is going off with some very creative words now. Izuku sighs once more. He'll have to remember to tell Kachan to put a quarter in the swear jar again. Izuku! Ochako's brown head pops up at the end of the stairway. Baku Barf is here, and if he keeps opening his big mouth... She turns her head for Kachan to hear these last words. I will kick his ass! Okay, okay. I'm sorry, Ochako. He quickly apologizes. Coming up beside her, Izuku waves Kachan over. Hi, Kachan. You can come up here with me. Her eyes lose some of their anger. You don't have to apologize to me, Izuku. He should be the one. Oi, Deku, don't say fucking sorry to that bitch. Kachan steps in between them, cutting off Ochako and her words. He's close enough that Izuku breathes in some of his cologne. 
A flush creeps up his neck as he picks apart the smell from the scent of the chemicals he uses in his shop. Izuku can tell she's about to start something else by the way her eyes narrow. Thinking fast, Izuku grabs Kachan by the forearm, saying a rushed bye to Ochako over his shoulder as they run up the stairs. It's not until the door closes softly behind them that Izuku figures out that the firm, muscular arm is still in his grasp. Sorry! He half shouts in his panic, turning away from Kachan to save face. He grunts as a reply, footsteps treading over to his work table. He pokes one of the half-made flower crowns like it's going to bite him. The fuck is this shit? Izuku peeks over his shoulder, smiling a little at his words. Taking his seat, Izuku starts up where he stopped. Kachan leans on the table, watching as he explains the order. Who the hell orders all this shit the day before? He wrinkles his nose as he says it. Some people are worried the flowers will wilt, and when they're in crowns like this, they worry even more. Izuku grabs the lily of the valley, delicately lacing it into the structure. Has anyone interesting come into the shop lately, Kachan? He glances up at him, and sees his eyes are focused on his weaving hands. He scoffs. Just a bunch of bitchy rich kids helping to disappoint their parents. Nothing intense. Oh? Fuck yeah. Basically no one worth mentioning. Shit. Actually, there was this complete bitch who came in the other night, wasted as fuck, who wanted a nipple piercing. Oh, did you do it? By the time Kachan's finished going over that misadventure of a story, Izuku's both slightly nauseous from hearing it, and exhausted from completing another ten flower crowns. Does that happen a lot? He's starting another one when he notices Kachan's reached out and grabbed a hold of a couple lilacs. The bleeding or the puke? He questions nonchalantly, long pale fingers starting on the end of the crown. Izuku frowns. Both. But you don't have... It takes a second, but soon Kachan's hands are working just as fast as he is, threading and rearranging the flowers just like the ones Izuku did. Izuku stares, surprised, and a blink later, he's grinning widely. Kachan, you're a natural! Izuku leans across the table, excited for him. It took Ochaku a week to teach him how to make them perfectly. He glances up, suddenly frowning at Izuku, blush sweeping up his face. It takes him a moment to figure out it's because of how close he leaned forward. Natural, what the fuck? I'm copying what you're doing, asswipe! Kachan sputters, obviously trying to hide his embarrassment. Izuku's grin stays firmly on his mouth. Stop grinning like that, damn it! It's not like I looked this up beforehand or shit like that. Izuku's eyes snap from his hands to his face, chest unexpectedly tightening. Kachan's face resembles a cherry, his eyes bugging out. He obviously didn't mean to say that out loud. You actually looked this up? I didn't! I just fucking said I didn't! Jesus fucking Christ! The silence that follows is awkward, both of them red-cheeked and working. Izuku's heart keeps hammering against the cage of his ribs, threatening to burst. He keeps his eyes down to their hands, chanting to himself that it was a simple mistake. A part of him is surprised that Kachan didn't storm off after that, but maybe he enjoys Izuku's company as much as he does his. After a while, the crowns pile up between the two of them working. Izuku watches Kachan's hands move for a little while as he finishes adding the last amarils 
The red petals appear like smeared blood on his milky skin tone. Izuku weakly clears his throat. The amaryls... What? It said curtly. Izuku forces himself to meet his gaze. The amaryllis... The red one... It means splendid beauty. He plucks one up by the stem from the table. The flower proudly stands in his hand. Kachan lost some of the pink in his face. Did... Did you pick all of these? He mutters, his hands quickening to finish his crown. There's been times before, in text messages, that Kachan's hesitantly asked him things. What comic books he's read. If he's an only child, too. Why work at a flower shop? Does he like the All Might franchise? But it's the first time Izuku's heard him verbally ask something in an almost shy manner. Y yes He hurries to recover his strength. The client only told me what colors they wanted. Everything else was up to me. I always want to tell a message with the flowers. So, it's for a girl's birthday. So besides the amaryllis, the lilies of valley mean sweetness. Izuku's lips form a smile as he holds up the bell-like flowers. His other hand reaches over to grab the lilac. Oh, and the lilacs mean youthful innocence. Don't you think that fits a little girl turning ten? And the lilac has this really sweet smell to it. Here, smell! Izuku shoves the flowers under Kachan's nose, shocking him enough to look like it, but not enough to have him move away. I love daisies, and I was going to go with that, but... Kachan's hands come up to grab the lilac, and the movement's enough to remind Izuku he's yammering on. Before he can explain himself, Kachan takes the flower from his hold and says, So that bitch downstairs doesn't do fuck? You do all the work? He intertwines it into an empty part of the crown. You should kick her ass. It's not like she's your girlfriend or shit. Kachan's eyes stay on the crown. He's frowning. Right? He snaps. Ochako? No, I mean, I did have a crush on her when I first met her, but that was in high school, and... The rest of his words process through his head, causing Izuku to stare at him. Most people would tell him how weird he is for getting so worked up over flowers, yet Kachan's glancing at him like it makes sense. Kachan finally brings his gaze upward, bluntly staring at him. Izuku realizes he didn't answer the first question. I volunteered to do this part. I like it. So don't be so mean to her. He's smiling. Scoffing, Kachan rolls his eyes. I'll do what I want, nerd. But thanks to that, whatever odd tension that's built up comes crashing down. A few minutes later of joking and talking leads to Izuku finishing the last crown. Kachan instantly gets up and stretches, yawning into his hand. He pulls out his phone, and even from where Izuku sits, he sees the screen full of missed calls and text messages. Kachan scowls at the sight and pockets his phone. Aren't you... Izuku starts when he looks back at him. Nope, he says. He leans back on the work table. What are you going to do with the rest of the shit? He nods at the small handful of leftovers. Hmm. Izuku taps his fingers on the wood, taking an estimate of how much it would take. Deciding it wouldn't hurt, he starts weaving one more flower crown. It takes him a couple of minutes, but it gets done. He admires how the reds, whites, and pale purples blend together. It's smaller than the rest they made, but it's a well-made flower crown nonetheless. Kachan's snapping laughter echoes in his ears as he stands. What you gonna do with the- 
Izuku steps closer to him and reaches up a little to place it on his head. It shocks Kachan out of his jeering. There, he breathes, smile perking his lips. Now we've used all of them. His fingers linger a little longer than they should, lost in the feel of his soft blonde hair. It's the closest Izuku's gotten to him, and he's mesmerized by the ruby hue of his eyes. His lashes are longer than he thought they were, and a light brown. Kachan makes the softest sound, and Izuku's eyes flit between his gaze and lips. They're parted a little, and suddenly, Izuku's own mouth feels disturbingly empty. Someone moves closer. He has no idea who, but his hands gently rest on his shoulders. Izuku's eyes flutter closed. Izuku! Ochako's voice is right outside the door. The sound pushes them apart. Izuku turns his back to Kachan, slapping one hand over his lips. He vaguely hears her voice call his name over the sound of blood rushing in his ears. They were going to kiss. The door opens and Ochako looks in. He whips around to meet her. Oh god, his face. It's going to be written all over his face that he and Kachan... Izuku, are the orange blossoms... Oh... Izuku's about to vomit words when he sees she's staring at Kachan. Look at the angry flower fairy! She shrieks, snorts, and giggles, falling as she doubles over from her glee. Besides looking angrier than usual, about to explode, actually, Kachan wears the small flower crown on top of his head, indeed looking like some furious fairy. Kachan screams at her, but it's as if she's immune over her piercing chortles and shrill laughing. He rips it off and threatens her with it, but by the time he leaves, he still hasn't thrown it in the trash like he said he would. Izuku thinks he likes, likes Kachan. Communication between them doesn't really change, but with the realization that he likes Kachan, Izuku becomes a master at jumping into the supply closet at the sound of his voice in the shop. After a while of that, Kachan's visit shortened to just popping his head into the doorway and yelling at Ochako about his whereabouts. "'What's going on with you two? Ochako asks, after snapping at Kachan to leave if he wasn't going to buy anything. "'It's about the tenth time that's happened this week, and it's only Tuesday.' Before he answers, Izuku gingerly peeks through the thick curtain of ivy to make sure he's gone. "'I, um, I just, mm, it's not him, but I'm—' It's... The words fail to coherently leave his mouth, drawing a confused look on Ochako's face. The warmth of his face seems to burn at each missed word, until she's suddenly gasping loudly, dramatically, a dawning understanding on her features. Izuku can practically see the questions half-formed in her mouth, and when he groans loudly and looks away, corner of his bottom lip caught between his teeth. He wallows in embarrassment as she squeals, then abruptly wrinkles her nose. Bakugo, though? Why? The rest of the day follows with her bustling questioning and almost breaking his leg by diving behind the register when Kachan peers through the store's window. Izuku half feels guilty for avoiding him, but at the same time, he's desperate for the space to think. His feelings have never been so wishy-washy, and it bothers him to no end. It's been a handful of weeks of avoiding Kachan when Izuku arrives at 8 o'clock to open the doors to the shop. 
It would have been like any other day if it wasn't for the person leaning against the front door. Usually, it was common that customers would want to get a head start to their order and such, but this isn't a customer. The person with the black shirt is Kachan. Izuku's hands tighten around the steering wheel, heart picking up his pace with each passing second. He wonders if he can simply turn around and come back later. But he sees Kachan instantly straighten up, a sign that he caught onto whose car it is. He nervously gets out of the car, keys trembling in his hand. Oh god, he didn't think of what he was going to say if he saw Kachan. Sure, it's been almost three weeks since they last saw each other, but... Yeah, he didn't think of anything to say. Kachan! Izuku stutters, his too big smile feeling too shaky to be considered real. However, before he can get another word out, Kachan jerks his fingers towards the flower shop, face still on that ever-present sneer. Open up. I want to buy some flowers and shit. Izuku's smile fades at the words. Confusion overtaking his senses. Kachan? Buy flowers? Weeds? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, right away. It takes him longer than usual to unlock the door, his nerves making his hands quiver. After he does get it unlocked, they both step into the shop. Izuku's mind spins at how Kachan waves off his help to get whatever he wanted. He's avoiding Izuku's eyes. At least, Izuku thinks so, because he's not really looking at him too much either. I know where all the damn shit is, is his response when he slips on his apron. So Izuku's left standing awkwardly in the middle of the dimly lit shop, thoughts twisting. Kachan wouldn't buy anyone flowers. Oh my god, who could this person be that Kachan wanted to get them flowers? Maybe they're for his mom, a hopeful part of his mind weakly whispers. Izuku slowly walks behind the counter. Somehow, he doubts Kachan would just randomly buy his mother flowers. He stares at the countertop. He remembers the way Kachan looked in the flower crown not so long ago, when they were close enough to kiss. And his chest begins to hurt at the thought of Kachan buying someone something as special as flowers. He messed up, didn't he? Izuku snaps out of his thoughts when Kachan comes storing back up, hands holding a bouquet of Gerber daisies, his favorite and a pale heather. It's tied up beautifully with a pastel-colored bow, impressively neatly wrapped. Kachan's still not looking at him, and Izuku isn't sure if he looks angrier than usual. Is this all? He whispers, afraid that Kachan will hear the break in his voice. He's so stupid to feel like crying. It's not like they were anything close to dating. Izuku just had a crush. That almost kiss was... whatever... He's sure they both had done more than what would have been a simple, extraordinary peck. That's all I brought, ain't it? Kachan snaps. Izuku knows there's no malice in his words, but he still bows his head as he rings him up, even though it doesn't really matter. Kachan faces the door, hands in his sweatpants, obviously making a point to not look at him. Izuku messed everything up. Could they still be friends after this? He's about to ask that blinking away the tears in his eyes when he hands Kachan his change. But before he can even breathe out the sentence, Kachan's stomping out the door. Never has the bell rang so sadly to Izuku's ears. He instantly brings up his hands to wipe his eyes, sniffling hard. He glances up, out the window, 
expecting to see Kachan climbing into his car, but instead, to his utter amazement, he's pacing outside the shop. Izuku unblinkingly stares at him, brow creased as Kachan keeps brushing his hands through his hair. His hands grip his head, looking like he'll pull out his fair locks from sheer frustration. Suddenly he freezes in place, back to the window. Izuku jerks back as the front door is thrown open, and Kachan charges back inside, knuckles white from how tight they are around the bouquet. Yo, Deku! He opens his mouth, squeaking out a yes His eyes are probably bugging out. Kachan's finally looking straight at him, and now Izuku understands why he didn't want him to look at his face. His face is alit under the pale skin. He looks like a freaked-out strawberry. He's about to ask Kachan what's wrong as the flowers are shoved into his chest. Will you go on a date with me? Kachan screeches, the anger now more like dread. The tears fall down his cheeks before the words develop within his ears. Then he's bumbling and pressing a hand to hide his face, just as Kachan starts to curse, jumping over the counter. Izuku limply holds the flowers in one hand. Fucking hell, you don't have to say yes. I don't care about a date if you're gonna fucking cry. Kachan's panicking but he can't stop crying to tell him to calm down. Shit, shit, I knew this wasn't going to fucking work, he hisses to himself. His hands hover over Izuku's body, like he's scared to touch him as he cries. Fuck, fuck, fuck! Izuku grabs him by the collar and kisses him full on the lips, tilting his head and breathing hard through it. He's probably getting his cheeks wet from his tears, but at the moment, Izuku can't seem to find the strength to give a shit. He pulls away with the wet smack of their lips, and leans his head against his shoulder, panting. Yes, he says, pulling back. Yes, I want to go on a date. Kachan stares at him in a daze, lips now red and swollen. He opens his mouth and then scoffs, a shit-eating grin blossoming through. Good. Izuku grins back at him and smells his flowers. The End to be half of what you think of me i could do about anything i could even learn how to love when i see the way you act wondering when i'm coming back i could do about anything i could even learn how to love like you
I could begin to do something that does right by you. I would do about anything. I would even learn how to love. When I see the way you look, shaken by how long it took, I could do about anything. I could even learn how to love.